What a mysterious gospel to understand this feast of Christ the King. If you are the King of the Jews, save yourself. He saved others. Why doesn't he save himself? That power that we witnessed in all your miracles, that power by which you healed the sick, you raised the dead, you drove out demons, why don't you use that power? We saw you walking on the sea, walking on the water, and by a command, you stilled the winds and the sea. You have power. Why don't you use it now? A king, a true king, is supposed to have power. And together they came to the conclusion that Jesus is not the true Messiah King awaited by Israel, that he's not the King of the Jews, he's not the Anointed One. Why? Because of the appearance of powerlessness. We know that Jesus could have saved himself when Peter tried to save him in the Garden of Gethsemane, what did Jesus say to him? Peter, put back your sword. Do you not know that I could call upon my father and my father could send 12 legions of angels? But this must be in order that the scriptures may be fulfilled. What scriptures? This one, for example, from the prophet Isaiah. It was our weaknesses that he carried, our sufferings that he endured, while we thought of him as stricken, as one struck by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our offenses, crushed for our sins. Upon him was the punishment that makes us whole. By his wounds we were healed. We had all gone astray like sheep, each following his own way, but the Lord laid upon him the guilt of us all. Jesus is a very different kind of king. And he will not use his power as they expected to exalt himself as a great warrior king and to crush the enemies of Israel with more violence. He is not a king who will use his power for self-interest. 
for self-seeking and for a life of self-indulgence. Jesus will not use his power to save himself. He will only use his power to save us and to save us from everything that put him on that cross. All the darkness, the evil, and sin. That is what he came into the world to conquer. And therefore his power is what? It is the power of love. A love that is willing to go to the utmost limits. A love that is willing to completely empty himself. To pour out his life completely in sacrifice to the last drop of blood, to the last breath. A love that is willing to become weak and completely vulnerable to scourging, beatings, bruised, pierced, and nailed to a cross. A love that is willing to become marred and disfigured by all the jealousy and hatred and sin unleashed against him. A love that is willing to appear to everyone around him to be nothing but a complete failure, a condemned criminal, a great sinner. A love that is willing to descend to the very depths of God-forsakenness. Why? Because Jesus is a king that will not reign by force. But by this love and the power and beauty of it, he will draw everyone to himself. It is only this kind of love that can break through all the barriers of rebellion and all the ways that we resist God. Only this kind of love can melt even the hardest hearts. And we see in the gospel there was at least one person who recognized, who recognized what kind of kingship that God was revealing through Christ. And he said, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, please remember me great sinner that I am? Can you imagine how comforting the words to this man? This day you will be with me in paradise. 
the sign of another heart that has been conquered by the merciful love of Jesus. What does this mean for you and I? It means a lot. If we ever, for example, find ourselves struggling with forgiveness, we all know how hard that can be to forgive certain people in our life. What we can do is we can go into the outstretched arms of Jesus crucified. For Jesus reigns from the cross. And from our King, whose heart was able to forgive those who rejected him, betrayed him, abandoned him, and even put him to death, you and I can receive a forgiveness that we don't have by ourselves. If we are wounded, if we carry wounds even today of rejection, abandonment, abuse, betrayal, and other kinds of wounds that can so limit our life and make us limp so badly, you and I can fall into the outstretched arms of Jesus Christ crucified, our King, and press our wounds into his wounds and receive a healing balm that can mend what is broken. When we are struggling with sin, especially with those sins that are addictive, how discouraging that can be. But when we are struggling with sin, what can you and I do? We can run into the outstretched arms of Jesus crucified, our King. And like a chalice to press our heart next to his pierced heart and to drink in the blood that saves and washes, to receive a mercy that encourages and gives hope for a new beginning. We can't avoid pain in our life. We all know it so well. Psychological, emotional, physical, spiritual pain. And when we experience this in our life, we can fall into the outstretched arms of Jesus crucified, our King. And to allow our suffering to be gathered to his and united with his. And receive a redemptive grace that it did not have before. And in all these ways, the reign of Jesus is extended into our life.
Some of our Protestant brothers and sisters, they think that we emphasize too much the cross. (laughs) And it's not that we don't preach the resurrection. We do. We believe in it wholeheartedly. But my dear sisters and brothers, on this side of heaven, we need the power of the cross. We need the blood that washes and saves. We need the wounds that heal. We need the mercy that can cleanse and renew us and lift us up again and again and again. This is why we lift up the cross from which our Savior reigns and conquers and overcomes the things that you and I face in our life. And so as we receive now Jesus in the Eucharist, he comes with power. He comes with the power of the cross. Let us allow him to extend his reign in us and over us that we might extend his reign more into the world. Amen.